Greetings, greetings, greetings. Yes, this is Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Welcome to season six, episode seven of my podcast, Through My Looking Glass. As you know, my podcast is dedicated to victims and survivors. I am African-American. Born in Jamaica, I grew up in New York. I live in Massachusetts now. I am safe and I'm in a good place. I have taken control of my life and I will not allow my past abusers to control me. If you ask me how I'm doing, I might not sound like it, but I am working on relaxing my bones. I'm I'm a little tired today. I've been doing a lot. I'm very tired. But that's me, but I'm safe though, and that's the important thing. I want to ask you how are you doing in this moment? I hope you are safe and in a good place. It's very important to be safe and in a good place. In my last episode, I talked about accepting who we are. It's very important that we accept who we are. And today I'm gonna talk about the misconception of dating violence. It's tough because when you're single and you're trying to find someone special in your life or you just want to go out, you know, you you think honestly it's going to be a nice experience. Your expectation is a nice experience. But there's people out there that they're just waiting. They're just waiting, you know. So, yeah we all have experienced that before i start i want us to remember again like i do every week is just like last week between last week and this week a lot of our brothers and sisters have passed and it's very sad because a lot of them have died from overdose or this domestic abuse, really tragic. So we wanna stop for a minute and just think about them. Just, just think about them and, you know, yeah, very sad. Statistics that according to the Census Bureau is, you know, the numbers of suicide um, and overdose and domestic violence is just going up every year more and more. And doing COVID that I'm happy that, you know, things are getting better, but there are so many, so many deaths. It's very sad. So now I'm going to talk about the misconception of dating violence. 
And like I said, a couple of minutes ago, you know, a lot of people, we, most of us think that when we, someone asks us out, you know, it's going to be a nice experience, but we find that it's not always. And most of us have experienced some form of trauma in dating, you know. And some people think that it might be the fact that, you know, you wear a sexy clothes or you're going out alone. The reason why, you know, there's, you have sexual there's sexual violence on your date. I mean, who wants to take someone else out on a date? You want to go out alone with a person because you're going out with the trust that that person is okay. Okay. And it's hard when you have that trust and then someone who you feel is going to treat you nice all of a sudden turn around and just think about or consider sexual assault in you, you know? And then people believe that this is something that you want because you dress a certain way or because you didn't struggle with the, per the person, you know, if you it, it feel that if you fight the person, if you don't fight the person, that means it's something that you want. Or you should have fought the person so it wouldn't have happened. And sometimes it happened and people don't want to talk about it. It takes a while before they will say to anyone because they're so embarrassed, so ashamed, feeling uh, guilty about it. And it doesn't necessarily happen just because you're going out to the date. It could it could happen to someone that you're dating on a regular basis, or even your husband or your wife. It's it's in that category now where it says that even if you you can experience that with even within your marriage. And um, you know, people need to just move on with their life and forget about it, you know, pray and forget about it. But how many of us is going to forget it? You might think you forget about it, but no, it's, it's, it's there in the back of your head. It's in the back of your head. You go, you're always going to think about it and you might not think about it on a regular basis, but something might come up and make you think about that happen or bring you back to that day. You, you didn't even realize that is there, you know? And there's a whole lot of big misconception, you know? It, it, again, people say, oh, don't talk about it. You know, don't talk about it so many, it'll just, it'll just go away. You, you don't, don't worry about it. Don't talk away. Talk, don't think about it. Again, 
people think, some people say, oh, that's not normal. That's not regular. It doesn't happen to a lot of people, but it does happen to a lot of people. The problem is a lot of people don't report it. You know, they don't report it. And I'm sure you know, we all, most of us know someone who has been through dating violence since since they were teen or, or, or all the way up. Sometime or another, we all know someone. And one of the misconceptions is that it's only like um, physical abuse, you know, but it's not physical abuse. Abuse is abuse. It can be verbal, emotional, physical, sexual. It's a lot. It it really, really is. The other thing that a lot of people don't think about is that they don't think that men can experience date violence. The truth is 7.6% of men have in their lifetime have experienced date violence. Another misconception is that people that cause Okay, the predators, I should say, um, is from certain kind of background, you know, but that's not the truth. The truth is people from all races, education, religion, status can become a predator. Anyone doesn't matter. I I should put the word age in there because they start really early. And sometimes people do it and then they blame it on the fact that they have a mental illness. So they they said, "Oh, my mental illness caused me to do it." That's not true. Now, one thing I do believe is that some medication that people get if they're suffering from mental illness does cause the sexual drive to become higher than normal. But that doesn't make them abuse someone. That doesn't make them do it. They still do it, but they feel that using the whole mental health thing was going to cause them not to go to jail or the person is going to forgive them. That's, that's crazy. And a lot of people think that people falsely report sexual abuse or rape to destroy someone's career reputation. And that's not true. I think sometimes it's the other way around. They don't report it because they don't want to cause because they feel like, oh, he's he's a he's a president of the company. Oh, he's a rich, he's you know, he's married, he's this is this. So I can't say anything. 
that is not okay. The U.S. Department of Justice report that only 2 to 8% of rape cases are falsely reported. Okay. And some people believe that the victims must have done something to cause it. How can you, what can you do to make someone assault you? You're not in that person's head and tell them to do it or make them do it. They choose to do it. People that being abused. Don't ask to be abused. They don't want to be abused. And a lot of people, again, as I said before, do not report it because they're afraid of their reputation and the other person. What can happen to them or their families if they do it? If they report the person that have done them harm. Or the person might have said, you know, if you do anything, I will tell somebody or hurt your family or stuff like that, you know. Or even young children, a lot of times, it's not necessarily date rate, but the person who's going out might say, oh, yeah, it's a young teenager, so we're going out on a date. They may cause it a date because that child is young and innocent. But don't forget, it's our secret, you know. We all go and looking for love, looking for someone special to meet. You're going to meet that, you know, that special, special someone. But sometimes that special someone is not who he or who you thought, who we thought he or she is. And I will ask you, if you have experienced date rape or date violence, or you are worried that somebody you know might be at risk, seek some help, help them. There's no such thing as date violence is between two people that is in in it together. No, it's all our cause. It affects all of us. I wish when I was experiencing that somebody had stepped in to help because no one deserved to be abused by their partner uh uh-uh. uh no one deserved to be abused by anyone again If you know someone or if you are being abused, please seek help. National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-7233.
or text 222-22522. National Sexual Abuse Hotline, 1-800-656-4673. Healthily Abuse Hotline. 1-800-677-1111. If you have a family member or a friend going through a tough time, support them. They need you more than you can imagine. So as we reach the end of this episode, I want to give a sh- shout out again to all my listeners from all over. But now, I am asking you, how are you doing in this moment? I hope you're safe and in a good place. And if you're not, I hope you go seek help because you deserve the best. We all deserve the best. We are important. We are loved. And we should be cherished. But first, we have to love ourselves, you know? And right now, If you ask me how I'm doing, (laughs) I'm thinking about that wonderful hot bath I'm about to take. Some self-love I'm going to give to myself. Just soak in that hot water. I need that this evening. Please listen, share, subscribe, and feel your how are you. I hope you enjoyed misconception of date violence. I am Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Thank you for listening to another episode of Through My Looking Glass. Until next time.